So what we do is that we mentor them, we groom them to get ready for university. If not university, life after matric. So we actually provide that guidance to them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Move Experience podcast, an honest podcast about the path to success and how to deal with the setbacks along the way. This is the sixth episode, and I'm your host, Dumelo Beani. Today on the show, we have a very special guest. Her name is Atehang Guta. She is from Matadiele, my hometown, and she is the founder of Overflow and Wisdom, an organization helping to mentor matriculants virtually and prepare them for life after high school. Hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, uh, today on the show, I have a very special guest. Her name is Atehang. Atehang, welcome to the show. Hi, Dumelo. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Uh, yeah, so for my listeners, uh, they know at this point of the show, I let the, the guests introduce themselves so that I don't do any injustice. So please tell us who you are and where you're from and such things. Okay. So my name is Atlahan Kuta. Um, I'm originally from the Eastern Cape. Matadiel, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. where I also come from. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm Matadiela. I'm from Matadiela, and um, I'm currently doing my internship in one of the universities in South Africa. And I'm also a student, and I could say that I'm also a social entrepreneur. I founded my own foundation last year, um, which is Overflowing Wisdom. So that is me in a nutshell, I could say. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and um, as as per um, my my every show, like when it comes to to why I invite my guests, I look at what they do and what I find inspirational in them. And you mentioned your um, your organization, Overflow and Wisdom. Can you tell us what it does and in which field it's uh, focused on? Okay, so it's a non-profitable organization. Um, I don't do anything for money. I don't sell any merchandises for money. So what I do is actually, it's more of a empowerment um it's an empowerment initiative so what we do is that we always um have grade 12 learners from different provinces in south africa so what we do is that we mentor them we groom them to get ready for university if not university life after matric Mm. so we actually provide that guidance to them and we do everything online or social media yeah okay um did, did you decide from the very beginning that everything was going to be online or was it uh, maybe COVID, uh, did COVID play a role in how the organization is working? Yeah, it was, it was quite a coincidence because I actually fi- founded it um, during the times of COVID and mm. never have I ever imagined that I will own a non-profitable organization or foundation. But during the COVID times, then that's where I identified a problem that, hey, we don't have any, um, what do you call this, um, career exhibition, yes. So that's where I was like, okay, before I actually groomed the metrics, it started off as a social media career exhibition. I was like, hey, what if I don't know what I want to study next year? So that's where I started asking people on my social media platforms that, can you please like send me a video and just explain to me your career field? And then I found that m- most matriculants were engaging. So I thought, why not groom those that are engaging with the content? So yeah, that's how I actually started it. 
Yeah, and so from my understanding, it uh, it forms a type of uh, mentorship program where with mm-hmm. some of the ones you said are engaging, you you pro- you have a connection and you communicate with them and uh, work with them. Are there any mm-hmm. um, um, activities that you're doing to help them with maybe now where they've received their results to get to university and how like sharing information of how they could register themselves and apply maybe previously like before uh, they got their results um what i did is that i i i did not only offer mentorship but i helped them apply for university so i helped them with their grade 12 journey and after um grade 12 it's it's like i can't groom them any further because i have to take another group so mm. even this year i have another bigger group so i can't really continue so as i think i i shared on my status um last week where i just bought them gifts so it's like okay bye i have done my part now you gotta sort yourself out you know so yeah, yeah i don't think i can actually keep up with the number of students because every year is a new group from now on true and uh, not yeah. to say that the group that's going to be um, under your wings this year will have it easier, but I assume there was a whole lot of shock uh, involved in the previous group because they were right in the middle and the beginning of uh, the pandemic. And <clears throat> what were some of the problems that they they mentioned to you that they're facing during their matric year? Um, I think the biggest problem was actually time management. They didn't know how to go about, um, you know, managing their time because if you're at home, your mind tells you that you're on a break, you know, mm. and you're resting. Like, literally, if I'm home, my mind is like, girl, you're on holiday. So they really found it difficult to work and balance the house chores and working with metric work, you know, like the pressure is on. Mm. So one of the challenges was like, how do I manage my time? you know, because now I have to go to school maybe once a week, come back and study for myself. So that's where I actually in- included like activities like, hey guys, write down your goals, have a timetable, send it back to me. I'll be the person that's accountable if you are you following your timetable. And by my surprise, it actually worked out for them and they came back, they thanked me and they were like, you really helped me with the timetable because imagine if you don't have a timetable or you don't know how your day is going to be, what are you going to do? You know, it's like you wake up the next day and you're stretching your head and you don't even know how your day is looking. So having a timetable and managing your time really helps them. So, yeah. And I mean, uh, this sounds <laughs> like they had a taste of university already because... Yeah, exactly. Like I, I told them that what I do in university since undergrad is that I would most probably wake up at half past two or half past three. And I actually instilled the university method for them, you know, and I told them that at university, the lecturer is going to stand in front and just deliver content and you have to do the in-depth work. So mm-hmm. take it as a few university... And this studying method, this timetable, take it with you because it's really going to help you. I don't think if I didn't follow that study plan, I would have completed my studies, you know. Yeah. So I think they're good to go. So I, I don't have stress. I don't yeah. have stress with them. Yeah. I think <laughs> by the sound of things, if if you've already tried to, to, to groom them to this level and also get them used to how it is to work by yourself, it, it does make also sense to let them 
uh, go and let them try it by themselves. And um, mm, with, yeah. with, with the new group, um, how do you recruit people to work with? Do you let them find you or is it the other way around? <clears throat> So what I did this year, but I'm hoping on changing the system um, going forward, what I did is that I just uploaded on Facebook and I asked who would like to join the mentorship program. But you find that we get to deal with very complex personalities. Others just say me because they want to try it out. But I think going forward, it would be something that I, I will have a selection process and actually have um, uh, application forms where I speak with you who is serious about this because you can literally raise your hand, but because you're taking advantage of the fact that it's free, and now you're just gonna waste my time because you are you are not paying anything for it, you know. So I think going forward, um, I'm I will actually have a, a selection criteria for the next group because I think it's something that people like, and going forward, our groups are going to be bigger because now this year I have doubled the number of the group that I had last year. Mm. So I'm expecting growth, you know. So in order for me to limit people that are not serious, I'm actually going to have a selection criteria. Yeah. That makes sense. And I mean, just casually from the sound of things, it feels like this uh, takes a whole lot of your time as well. How do you manage yourself <laughs> to, to, to balance your whole your own studies work uh, work and also be this very uh disengaged in in your program as well it does not really take time <laughs> it doesn't like oh, yeah. honestly it does not um because now i have uh i have a, a mentor that has joined in so all i do is tell her what to do and she does most of the work. <laughs> ah, so, so you're no longer working yeah. by yourself. Like there's, there's yes, I, yes. Yeah, I no longer work by myself. Last year, I couldn't work on myself because I had a smaller group. This mm. year, I have a bigger group now. Yeah. And I have a, a mentor, that someone that has joined me. So the more the people we have, the more I'll also recruit people to join me. Exactly. And... um. When it comes to, to, to the work you do, how much um, of it needs uh, finances? Like, I understand that some of it is really being there for the person and making sure that they, they go through um, their days correctly, uh, preparing themselves for, for, what, for school and for what comes after school. But how much of it uh, is, uh, like, requires finan a financial backing? I'm asking this because if there's people who can't help with their time and maybe would like to, to help financially to understand where would that be going towards? Um, we've never experienced that case, but I think going forward as I, um, I upload on my social media platforms that we would really like to get sponsors. And I, I think at this point, if someone does not have financial um, access or is really struggling in terms of applying for university because they don't have data. I think it's something that mm. I would personally take take out from my own personal finances. But for now, we don't really use much of financing. We don't really need much of financing. Yeah. Um, but I think going forward, if we would like to help those that I need that don't know how to maybe apply or don't have data or they don't know um, how, how, they don't have funds to pay for registration, so for now, we don't really need finances, yeah. That that sounds, uh, you know, you, you'd expect in, in, in NGO type of work that uh, finances could sort out some of the problems, but like, it, it sounds like a matter of time. And yeah. um, 
So um, would you be open to find, like if someone says, hey, I think this is something that I would definitely want to, to, to also help with and I have time and would like to at least maybe take up a, men, um, um, a mentee that's not too far from me and actually help in a physical type of way and not only virtually, would that be something that you, you, and, um, that, like you and your organization be open to? Um, I don't think so. Um, I'm still carrying overflowing wisdom like a baby. I, I don't think I would actually trust anyone to take control of it as yet because even the mentor that has joined me, I am the one that is doing more of the decision-making because mm. I'm still trying to build it. I don't trust it with anyone. What if someone mishandles it? Yeah. Or what if the person that I've recruited to be a mentor is just someone that drinks, someone that isn't really sure the values that I'm trying to build or the mm. reputation that I'm trying to build for the foundation. So I don't think I, I'm ready for that. <laughs> like I'm, I'm really uh, happy about your answer because uh, to be honest, one would think um, with such uh, programs that all I can do is try and really physically help and forgetting that at the beginning, at the initial stage that you still are on, there's a lot that, um, that identifies with you as a person more than just it being an organization outside of you. So in this building yeah. phase, how can then uh, people support you in a way that doesn't uh, involve them trying to take over or um, really uh, try and involve themselves too much in the brain? Because I, I feel like, the, the as we said last year, I was part of your career exhibition. Are you planning so, um, one this year or a similar activity that where others could be involved without really being there per presently? Um, I, yeah, I think so. I think I would really want to continue with one, but we quite, we had a, um, a problem or a challenge last year in finding people to send through their videos. Mm. So we would ask people to send and some wouldn't send. So for me, I think the people that I know so far <laughs> have sent, you know, that are close yeah. to me. Um, but I don't think we will continue with that, but we would maybe randomly have posters or pictures on our social media pages that just explain different career fields. So yeah. to answer your question as to how can people support us, I think for now it's more of sponsorships, you know, um, and that um, assisting and sharing information, you know, mm. of bursaries like other people do um, send me screenshots once in a while and they'd be like, hey, here's a, bursary opportunity or here's a leadership or there's something that can motivate your your, your, your mentees you know mm. um and i think um at the end of the program one thing that we i found out this year that we'll really need is sponsorship because not everyone that i mentor comes from a a, a good household and you find that they need money for maybe a, a new suitcase because some actually going to university you know mm. and i feel like as an organization it's something that i would want to give back to you and make you like push you to go to university mm -hmm. not only mentor you like you know get through metric and now what mm. <laughs> yeah so i think me just maybe providing maybe that suitcase or registration and then sort yourself out then i'll be fine mm. yeah so i think above all is more of sponsorships yeah well um to to track back a little bit and and find out where 
really this whole passion came from. Let's let's take it to a personal point where I ask you about um what like your own studies. How how has that um how do I how do I place how do I place this question? Well, what I want to ask is where like making the connection between your own studies and what motivated you to really make sure that you drag others with in this uh mm. path of um academia as well. Mm. Okay, so when I was in Madrid personally, um, I was mediocre, like in high school. I literally didn't study. Uh, most people wake up at 3 a.m. And, and study for a test, right? Um, so when I was in Madrid then, I was, I didn't know what I wanted to study. I was confused. Mm. Already my studying habits from high school were wrong. Please <laughs> note that point. Yeah. And number two, I don't know what to, what do I want to study? And I'm like, coming from a small town from at the DLA, it's like the only career opportunities that you're exposed to is becoming a teacher, becoming a nurse, becoming... Like, what about all the other things around there? <laughs> Why don't we know about them, you know, or becoming yeah. a pharmacist or whatever? So um, I actually applied for teaching. But I knew deep down that this ain't for me. And I got a bursary for teaching and... I remember when I applied for um, the, um, my my first year because I studied at Northwest University. Mm. I then wrote economics and international trade. I did not even know what I, why I want to study that, but because I always had a passion for economics and I was I think I was really good at economics. Then that's where I studied economics um, at the book, and then. I started enjoying it. I'm like, people are like, yo, economics is so difficult. Economics, yo, everyone, like when I say economics, everyone's like, yo, you know? And mm -hmm. for me, when I got there, I, I found it, it was doable. I could do it. And I actually graduated with a cum laude. So when I think, Uguti, had I listened to the external voices, I wouldn't have graduated in an economics degree. Yeah. You understand? So I, I thought to myself that the, the, the inspiration behind this is what if we tell those learners that there are so many career opportunities out there? You are not limited to what you're seeing. Someone needs to tell them. So I think that's where the passion comes from, the drive that whatever that you see around you, that's not the end of the world. There is bigger and better things for you to do out there. Yeah, and as, yeah. A, as a disclaimer, and someone who's related, who's, whose brother is a teacher, we're not saying anything against teaching, but where we yeah. come from, the small town of Matatele, you, like, let's say, maybe right now, because of social media and everything, they're exposed to slightly more than what we were exposed to, let's say, about yeah. five to ten years back, but you really have the old traditional being a teacher, being a doctor, being a pharmacist. I, for instance, went to university to go apply and applied for pharmacy. But uh, yeah. thankfully, because I was so horrible in mathematics, I wasn't <laughs> accepted and therefore ended up studying what I really enjoy and I'm passionate about. And here I am today. So it's one of those stories where I can relate very much. And I wanted you to, to let us know about that because I knew half of it, but not all of it. And um, yeah, yeah. So, so how did you find yourself? Oh, yeah. And I want to say something that there's absolutely nothing wrong with teaching because at the end of the day, you need to follow your passion. So mm -hmm. if you feel like my passion is with being a teacher, then that's good, you know. But what I, the message that I was trying to point out or 
or, or, or present is that there is much more to do out there. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So how did you find yourself then in, in Port Elizabeth or in Kadeha when you said, um, <laughs> when you said you studied in uh, Northwest, like what, what was okay. the move and Okay, so what happened was my degree was a triple major degree. So it exposed me to economics, international trade, and business management. Mm. So I found myself best fit in the business management sector, not economics and not international trade. I was able to do them, but that was not for me, you know. So I, I actually decided to further my studies Um doing business management at Nelson Mandela University. And that's where I found studying business management. So um, I don't want to say accommodating, but I felt at home. I felt like, you know what? This is me, you know? Um, so that's how I ended up in Kodeja and only to find out that I'm also going to get um, bursary at Nelson Mandela. And now I'm furthering my, my studies, doing master's in business management so yeah. that's how i ended up in Nelson mandela university yeah and it's like the the connection once again having studied at that university coming from the same uh town one might uh put one and one together and see why we are here today and having this conversation and <laughs> um one thing that i also wanted to, to to ask is you know right now when you are telling us um about your studies and how your road till now came along it sounds like it was all smooth sailing um what were some of the struggles that that you faced along your studies uh, that maybe made you doubt yourself and how did you overcome those and find yourself where you are right now um to be honest i think i i, I the, ch the challenge that i had was um asking myself what am i going to do with an economics degree is this really what i want to do you know that's why i put so much emphasis on choosing the right career for yourself. You know, I think at the end of um, my undergrad, I, I was confused that am I doing, am I furthering my studies in economics because I like it or why? You know, I, I think mm. that is the challenge of understanding what do I really like, you know? And yeah, I think th that was the challenge, identifying what do I really like and where do I see myself? Mm. And uh, some With of the, the what I was studying, exactly, and and some of the 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 things that helped you reach reach a decision because this is one of the most common uh, problems among young people. We we all have things that we aspire to do. We see people who are mm. um, successful and wealthy in certain um, types of careers, and we picture the success and don't realize is this something that we would want to do for long. So how did you? narrow it down and reach a, a decision that, okay, cool, this is what I think I'm going to pursue and and I think I'm, I'm happy with it. Okay, so what happened like in my, in my last year in undergrad, I started selling products. Those of you that know me know that I used to sell products on social media, Instagram, I was hands-on. Mm -hmm. And with me selling products, I saw my, uh-uh, 
I have clients, you know, um, people like me. I know how to work out this marketing strategy, how to get people to buy. And now I, I started developing a passion for business. So that's how it grew. So I feel like back then I did not understand what I was doing, but it was leading me to a certain direction. Mm. So that's where the passion of business started. I started selling products um, in undergrad when I was doing my, my final year. And I saw that I, I actually like this. <laughs> and then I decided to actually further my studies in business management as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, yeah. um, at this part of uh, the show, we normally have a quick fire round of questions. We have just about five questions, which um, come from a random list of uh, 10 questions. So you would give me, you would give me five numbers and I pick uh, the five questions that you choose and ask, ask you the questions. The trick here is to not overthink your answers and be as honest as possible. And if you really need more time to, to consider your answer, you can take it, but it's really top of your head. Some of them, you'll find that they're not that complicated. So can you give me five numbers from one to 10? And then we choose the, the question. Okay, number one. Yep. <laughs> Three. Three. Four. Uh, four. Six. Six. And eight. last one. And eight. Cool. Yep. So I won't ask them in any particular order. Um, so let's start with number eight. Um, yeah, this is a very simple one. What is your favorite quote? One that you live by or in, you st stays in your head for a long time? Um, when you, what does it say? <laughs> <laughs> you can paraphrase, <laughs> I allow you. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, when, when you learn, teach. I think it's by Maya Angelou here. Yeah, it's by Maya yeah. Angelou that, yeah, when you learn, teach. I feel like it goes so well with, with what our wisdom, our overflow and wisdom does and perfect <laughs> one. So, yeah, yeah, second question, you said six. Um, okay, um, this is a good one. Or well, what, what, what book are you reading currently or podcast you're listening to? I'm currently, reading, I'm currently reading two books, which is The 5 a.m. Club and You're Not Broke, You're Pretty Rich. So I've been reading, I've been reading the 5am book club since last mm. year, but I always read it like, you know, continuously. Mm. And yesterday I decided to pick up the, you know, broke you pre rich just to educate myself about money. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, you also picked number three. Three is, um, oh yeah, this one comes very often. Um, if you were to pick one, which one do you choose? A year uh, without social media or a year without, um, uh, all streaming platforms, so no music, no movies, no nothing. So which a year without social, a year without social media, without any doubt, because I think I I I I take social media breaks very uh, constant. No, you find that Atlehanya has disappeared in social <laughs> media. Where is she? Like I take a lot of social media breaks. Okay, now let, let, let's put a a twist on it. How including the work you're doing would you still because like because it's mostly i don't know uh, the 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 intricacy of it but like in most cases i've seen that it's ran through social media would you also mm -hmm. take down the um uh, the the overflow and wisdom social media page and still get the work done outside social media or yeah would it be yes. affected no it would not be affected because i don't even share 
um, the content that I share with the learners. So we can obviously meet via Zoom, Teams, and I still get to communicate with them. But yeah. social media, no. Like it. Okay, cool. Going on further, you pick number one. And number one here is, um, oh yeah, can you mention three people who have influenced you? You can mention more, you can mention less. Three is just a random number that I chose so that you have something to work with. Okay. Um, family or people in general? Um, let's say, considering the work you're doing with, with the organization and what you ended up studying, like in a great overview of things who influenced you to be to be who you are today to be who i am today um i think you never leave out your mother <laughs> no doubt <laughs> you never leave you could out be listening your to this show <laughs> yeah because i think yeah i never leave out my mother because of the wisdom that she has mm. and also i really look up to Mpumili Dwaba. um she's a content creator um she 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 also has um i don't know an initiative that's called um it's called what is it called um wisdom and wellness so we it's not it's not related to my (laughs) so like (laughs) like really but it both it has wisdom so i think i like how she she presents quality in everything that um, she produces. She doesn't believe in just doing things for the sake of, but quality is always on top. Mm. And then the last person, should this person be in an academic field or just feel, a feel general free. person? Feel free. I can say I look up a lot to, um, I think, Michelle Obama. Um, a friend of mine recently, uh, not recently, um, bought me uh, Michelle Obama's journal because I love journaling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. So he bought me the book, I bought the journal of becoming. And mm. I think her story really inspires me um, for the fact that she's, she's really a humble person. You know, she doesn't take that thing. Yoba. She's, she was the first lady that now she's top, but she remains humble and she has a lot of non-profitable organizations as well. So yeah, those are the women that I look up to. Yeah. The the last one I find also um um like I can relate a lot because I did buy my wife uh, the book when it came out and I haven't finished it. I read half of it and we mm. watched that we watched the documentary as well about the so she is a, a lady that I find inspirational and to know that there's other young women there who look at, uh, who look up to her in that way is really um, uh, good to know. And lastly, you picked, um, wait, the, I think number, wait, we did here eight, we do number six, three, and okay, here's the last one. Um, what would you consider your three most uh, essential habits currently, things that you do to keep you on track with uh, with every other thing? Sure, habits. I think I sleep on time. Um, yeah, I, I have a, a sleeping time. <laughs> like really? Half past nine, half past nine, latest 10. So, yeah. Half past so nine to half past nine. Half past nine to half past nine. Half past nine, really, because I think if you sleep early, you can wake up early. 
and I think I'm more of a morning person. Mm. So I think sleeping early, um, having a to-do list, um, having a to-do list because, yeah, man, if you, what, what does that quote say? If you fail to plan, you've already failed or something like that. Yeah. Along those lines. <laughs> Yeah. So I think having a, a, a to-do list where I tick off that, okay, this is what I've done and this is what I've done. Mm. And I have a timetable. Yeah. Uh, I strongly believe in a timetable because that I'll be on, 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 on Instagram scrolling there for like two hours. So if you have a timetable, you know that at this time I, have, I do this. Uh, so your, your timetable is not only um, for your studies, but like also mention some other yeah, activities has, you want to do your to-do list yeah. is also part of it yeah. Yeah. yeah so i know that during this time this time it's mostly work this time mm. is my studies this time is my free time yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. where i do my free time that's where i do overflow in wisdom my social media accounts so yeah, yeah. oh man Oh, I can't even believe it. Like, you're already 30 minutes into the conversation, and <laughs> I'm glad that we, we keep it short and very informative, and I, I really enjoyed the conversation and hope you did too. Same here, uh, I did. Thank you very <laughs> much for accepting my, <laughs> thank you for accepting my invite. I really enjoyed this. Thank you for the invite. Like, it, it was such a great opportunity just to talk and share my story, you know. A lot of times it's just do things, but you don't realize that you're building a story. For yourself mm-hmm. yeah and so again uh can you tell us uh where people can find you or your organization online my personal or my my if you want to share that one mostly we can we can just do the organization but if you also okay with people knowing who the person behind the organization is you can share i think it's cool um on instagram i'm good to underscore idly and then you can follow our overflow um and wisdom page on instagram it's also overflowing wisdom and then facebook we also overflowing wisdom so if you visit the overflowing wisdom instagram page you will see our whatsapp numbers i personally don't have whatsapp only overflowing wisdom uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay and then yeah <laughs> cool well, uh thank you very much and yeah have a great day thank you